Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. I'm your DM, Keith. Josh. Zenus. And Bryce. And they are the characters. Uh, so, welcome back. Last week, last episode. I really we... think we should mention our characters' names whenever we do the Yeah, intro. you could just say, I'm Arlo. I'm, I'm Grim. Arlo. I'm Grim. I'm Jack. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, in last episode, they were... Really, the whole episode was spent. They heard some noise <coughs> in the woods chasing an owlbear, and they, they saved that owlbear's life instead of killing the owlbear. They also spared a knoll. They could have killed them both, but one of the knolls ran off, and that's really all that happened last episode. I bit one in half. Yeah, uh, Arlo definitely bit one in half as he was a woof boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's really about all, and you guys made it into the town of Fark. Uh, you've parked your wagon, and it is being valeted for you away from the, the gilded gardener. By an ostler. Yeah, by an as ostler. As Josh explained yeah, last time. Why have a wagon that has air brakes anytime we stop? <laughs> awesome name on that inn, by the way. Would you, where'd you come up with that? That is an amazing Yeah, inn. Uh, Bryce came up with the name of that inn because it's his hometown. Uh, I came up with the logo, though. That's true. Fair so, enough. I mean, really, what's, very, what's more important? Very good out-of-the-hat uh, description you yeah, came up with as well. A little off-the-dome action. What we, what we got going on? We got some that pictures. That looks like a beautiful um, bed my, of barbecue. Somebody nice. from the the wedding party had a bunch of barbecue catering left over that they have gifted to the family. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah, our family runs a wedding venue. Uh, that, <coughs> and a lot of times they get free food out of it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Duke's barbecue. Duke's barbecue. If you're from the South yeah, Carolina, Orangeburg area, you know one or two things about barbecue and both of them the Dukes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's play D and D. If you're listening and you're from Duke's Barbecue, we would greatly appreciate yeah. your sponsorship. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we love some good sponsor from Duke's. <laughs> if that somehow came through, <laughs> Dungeon Boy sponsored by Duke's Barbecue. I would love that. Not, no, I would love that too. The only problem with internet sponsorships is that, like, it's usually companies that are internet companies. Yeah. It's hard to get sponsored. Uh, show that, like, if all of our fans <laughs> or whatever were in Washington State. They don't care much about Duke's Barbecue. I know, but it would just be amazing as we're going around the table. It's like, all right, roll, roll a perception. Pass me that banana pudding. <laughs> that where it's, that sounds like a crit fail. It's time for the Duke's Barbecue Table of Failure. That's one saucy failure. All right, yeah, yeah we, we, we got to play it. D&D. I think that was a really funny intro, but we got to play D&D. I'm really, I love a good riff at the beginning. We got to play it. So you guys, uh, when you when you uh, landed at the Gilded Gardener, the wagon was being taken away. You hopped off, and you remembered a magic items merchant. Uh, one that you remember, his name is Frigius, and you hear him calling out to the town, kind of the town square, saying, "Come and see my goods, everyone." Uh, and so Grim was headed off that way. Yep. Jack and Burb and Arlo are just <coughs> hopping off the cart. I see. I imagine, and Grim is kind of. Bounding away from them again. Yep, I'm showing Burb how to like properly park up a wagon. Burb says, "Thanks, Arlo." Well, Burb, come on, friend. He hops down and goes walking after Grim. <clears throat> Jack, what's up with you? I'm heading off that way. I'm uh dismount the cart and head that way as well. Okay, so you guys approach. Uh, Free just says he's he just has a cart. He had kind of a canopy and everything last time, and he seems to be just. He has a cart with him this time, and 
Uh, remember, he's... I, I really kind of forgot what Freedus looked like. You guys remember? I don't know if we described him. I imagine him as being slightly shorter than Grimm with, like, flamboyant, brightly colored clothing. Yeah. He's a he dwarf, does, right? He, he, does, he is a is dwarf. He, okay. he is a dwarf, yeah, I think, yeah. and he has brightly colored clothes. Yeah, we'll, we'll call him that. We'll okay. say that's what Freedus is. He can change his clothes, but I think he was a dwarf. Can he? <clears throat> Let's see. Magic. Yes. He's a dwarf. I think is what we decided. Either that or a gnome. No, I don't think it was a gnome. I think it was a dwarf. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> so... Oh, goodness, my three pen. My pen broke. Yes, no, There we go. No, be good, be good, be good. All right, so you're at Friedrich's cart. He says, <clears throat> well, that's the thing he said. Well, I remember your bald head from last time. It's good to see you. What was your name? Grim. He reaches his hand across and does the shake where his hand is pointing, like, directly down, like, 90 <laughs> degrees and gives you a shake. <laughs> I shake says, it. I shake it enthusiastically. Okay. Welcome to my cart. <laughs> Welcome to my cart. I see your friends are jumping up behind you. I remember your little gnome self and your freaky, freaky, freaky black dress self, my friend. <laughs> it's good to see you both. Y'all, y'all really paid for my trip back over here. I appreciate that. Y'all bought a lot of my items last time. You're oh. welcome. That is no problem at all. What do you have this time? Let me. Well, first, let me let me let Absolutely me give you a so. little um. Product review. Okay. I tried out this. What, what all did I buy from him? I think I just that's bought the ring. That's, I don't. Make I think that it's just the ring. Um, <clears throat> this this ring that I got from you last time is not very useful in combat, but it's still a very nice trinket to possess. Absolutely. A lot of times butterflies they ain't exactly formidable in combat, but they are adorable. It's, you know what I like to say? A room full of butterflies is better than a room that ain't full of butterflies. Hmm. It's a good saying. You know, I've heard that saying before. You'd, you'd imagine you wouldn't hear it so often, but I find myself using it at least once a week. <laughs> this here hollering poker turned out pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, 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 Burb reaches down to his sheath and he like grabs the sword <coughs> and you, he barely picks it out in your ear. <laughs> and then he puts it back. And then when he does that, he kind of grimaces like, Because ah. uh, Burb has I thought I was a, rid of that thing. <laughs> Burb has a sword... That um, whenever you unsheathe it, it screams and causes damage to him. He's never had to. He's never had to use it except for he's to used use it, it as an alarm system. Yeah, he ran through the, the bathroom with, yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, good times. Never um, a good thing to hear screaming coming out of the bathroom, especially but, that type of screaming. Yeah, free, free just looks down and says, "I'm glad you're making good use of it, little man." What else do you have today, Freegis? Let me show you. I got quite a list of goodies here. On the table before you, you see kind of a uh, stone carved looking device, of a stone with maybe some wood pieces on it. Uh, you see a mirror uh, sitting before you. You also see uh, a necklace that looks to be of like uh, the pendant on it is made of interlocked stones. Uh, and finally you see a staff on the table made of wood. Why don't you tell us about these items? They all look very nice. I'm curious to see what they do. What would you like to hear about first? <coughs> all of do? them, please. In any order. What's that necklace do? Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you about this necklace. Hold on. <coughs> they say this necklace can protect its user. They say those who wear this necklace do not die. But things get pretty hard for them afterwards. That they don't die? Yes. Mechanically, <laughs> uh, this is key speaking. Mechanically, this necklace would warn it will protect the user by having them turn to stone when reduced to zero hit points. The user will pop back to back up to half health or half their uh, hit points after one d4 days or a restoration spell. 
Uh, after use, roll a d20. One through two, the necklace is destroyed. So there is a... <coughs> I will not be buying that. 20% chance that it will be destroyed. Uh, <coughs> if I'm wild-shaped and I'm reduced to zero, I turn back into Arlo at full health. Or the health I had before I wild shaped. Dang, dog, that's cool. So I don't want to turn this down. I want to okay. be just regular me. So he he holds he's holding it for you and he's lifting it and he's putting it on and he's putting it on taking it off. He puts it on and then like stops and like pauses. <laughs> How much is it? Uh, it is. It will set you back fifty gold pieces, my friend. Forty-five. Forty-eight. Ooh. So. Okay. <laughs> I drive a hard bargain, don't I? <laughs> that you do. What else you got? What else do I have? What else would you like to hear about? I've got this staff here, I've got this mirror, and I've got this little rock. Tell me about that staff you got. <clears throat> this staff what? is called the... 300 minus 48. <laughs> 252. Two, yeah. This staff is called the Staff of Burning Pants. You might realize why in just a moment. <clears throat> this staff doesn't look like much, does it? But if you, the wielder, shout a lie as you swing it, the end will catch fire for just a few moments, dealing a little bit of fire damage to the target. Just Ooh. Pinocchio from Shrek. I'm wearing ladies' underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Are you? <laughs> it looks like you most certainly am. Are. So yes, it is called the Staff of Burning Pants. If you tell a lie when you swing it, it lights on fire and does one d six fire damage. Does it All set right. people's pants on fire? <clears throat> it could if you hit them in their pants. Okay, what if they're not wearing pants? Extra damage. <laughs> yeah, it hurts worse. I don't know. Um, How much is the cost on that there, son? This little beauty will set you back a burning 75 gold pieces. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, the price is pretty cool, Arlo. <laughs> I think so. Somebody paid. Yeah, that's neat. Anyway, uh, no, I do not wish to buy that. But what, uh, what is the stone? What else is it? Stone in the mirror. What do they do? The stone. As you see, this seems to be an unassuming stone. This is an old stone-carved device that allows you, the user, to know how deep you are underground, and it will grant you very—it will grant you skill in identifying different stone types. Uh, you will—it'll be hard to look around uh, in the sun when you have this, when you're holding it. Sorry, it's—it's it's hard to read the description and simultaneously make something that a character in the world would say. Um, it knows. It lets you know how deep you are underground, and it grants proficiency in identifying different types of stone. User, you're, you have disadvantage on perception checks in sunlight while holding this device. I do not want that. Like with it in your inventory, or Just like on your when you're holding it, if you're using okay. it. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> how much is that? It is thirty gold pieces, my friend. If you ever find yourself underground in the rocks, you may need it. So it. Tells you how far you're buried up underground. Yes, sir. It'll tell you how deep you are, and if you ever want to know what you're buried in, it might come in handy. Uh, I give you twelve gold pieces because that sounds very useless. Uh, I don't think it's very useless. I'm not going to take twelve gold pieces. Do I look like I'm running a charity here? Nope. <coughs> how come what you ain't sold it yet? How do you know I didn't put it out just today? How do you know I didn't sell everything on my table before you walked up just now? Never know. I would be very disappointed if you did that, honestly. What does the mirror do? The mirror of positive reinforcement. One of my favorites on the table today. This mirror, when you look at it, it will tell you nice things about yourself. Uh, um, <clears throat> let's see. It also will give you life <coughs> advice. So your reflection will look at back, look back at you, give you the finger gun, tell you something nice about yourself. 
and your mirror self always appears to be smiling, even when you're down in the dumps. So this is like a 24-7 Miss Cleo channel? Absolutely. Girl, don't you go marry the fat man. He just wants you for your money. <laughs> yes, sir. Exactly that. Except it's you. Speaking. So, mechanically? Mechanically, that is what it does. <laughs> mechanically, it doles out positive reinforcement and life advice. The mirrors, the, Your mirrored self appears to always be smiling. How much that mirror is? I'd take 20 gold pieces for it. <clears throat> I gave 15 for it. Oh, I'll take that. Alright. Is this all that you have today? Uh, yes, this is all that I have. There are plenty more merchants around, but if you want some magic items, you come to Friedrich's. But this is all I've got today. Hmm. Yeah. Entertaining as always, Friedrich's, but sadly I will not be purchasing anything today. That is all right, my fellow. I hope to have a better stock for you next time, Baldy. As do I. You. <laughs> with the face. With the masked face. Anything else catch your eye? You still you don't want to pay me... Uh, I'd take 20 gold pieces for the Geomancer's Glyph. Because it has a cool name that you did not mention before, I will take it for that. Oh, sucker for a cool name, eh? I am. As am I. <laughs> if you can believe it, I wasn't born with the name Freegis. I got it from my cold demeanor. That's... Is your last name <laughs> Ilvin? <laughs> no, sir. It is not. You have a very warm and cold demeanor, sir. That's what they say. <laughs> I'm Carlos just checking himself out in this mirror. Oh, do you want to hear what it says? Sure. Uh, what are you currently feeling emotionally you are right beautiful. now? I'm Jesus feeling like you. I just lost a lot of money. <laughs> I just for reference, I only had eighteen. Well, so. okay. Uh, your your reflected self is smiling. It does point finger guns back at you and say, "Don't worry, <clears throat> don't worry, Arlo. You'll get that money back and more with a cool hat like that." <laughs> Arlo feels a little bit better. Good. It sticks it in this little bag. Hey, why are you with me? It ain't so bad in here. <laughs> you have nice pockets. I like this. <laughs> I like this mirror. Uh, but Freegis is out of stuff. He says, I hope to see you boys next time I see you. I give him a wave and I start walking yeah, away. He waves you off. Waves you away. What's the ring called that I got? The ring of... Ring of tracking? Oh, yeah. Huh? The one I just bought. Oh, it's a... Make you not die. Oh, oh that's called the... Amulet, oh, yeah, the shield, shielding of stone skin. Mm. Oh, I'm going to have to carry around a stone jack at some point. <laughs> <laughs> just after the battle. Oh, well, here we go. Fireman's care. This is why we have I guess. Water. It said restorations uh, things could bring me back, didn't it? Lesser restoration. I don't know yeah, if I'm going to... I don't know if you he would have told you that a respiration spell. So when this happens, I don't know if the idea will come directly to your minds like, oh, a restoration spell will fix this. You can certainly try it. Wait, I uh, don't know exactly what the first attempt's going to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chiseling out of there. You just come back with, like, no hand. <laughs> yeah, I do not have that spell. All right. I got two of them anyway. Oh, no, I do. What's that, lesser restoration? Yeah, uh... I wouldn't take it hands. myself, but it's one of the ones I think that comes from a, a, my background. He said I'd come back missing a hand. I said, it's okay, I got two of them anyway. But then you can't dual wield your cleavers. Eh, yeah. I've decided against that, anywho. Um, okay, cool. So, it's been a long time since you guys had a long rest. Mm. Uh, and because of that, Burb has been up for a while. He's been up since... Uh, no, you guys had a long rest no, in the... Too. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't I'm, I'm very sorry. You did. You, you guys had a long rest in the forest. <laughs> Um, so you don't need one. 
Um, but nearby to you, you have the the garden. <clears throat> you have the um, the community garden. It's a couple hundred feet across. Um, the city, the the town of Fark seems to be relatively alive. Um, there are a few people who look kind of just upset in this town because you can imagine they might be. It seemed like a culling had just happened based on the fact that they were uh, carting a few people away. And they don't have a Duke's barbecue. And they don't have a Duke's barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arlo, this is, of course, the town we're, we're, we were talking last episode that your mentor was last known to be at uh, mm-hmm. Briar. You're a mentor Briar that you care deeply about. Um, there were some knolls last episode that people were concerned with, all kind of stuff, but you guys haven't spoken to anybody in this town except for Freedus, and Freedus doesn't live here. Um, but you guys are free to do as you please. I'm still interested in finding those knolls. But of course... Plan? I got nothing else going on. I, I do not know how long we need to wait before uh, Corgus' uh, contact gets in contact with us. And I don't think Briar <laughs> would be here in town, so... If he'd be anywhere, he'd be out on the outside. Surely the contact will be here when we get back. I would at least hope so. He's meeting us here. There's no reason he wouldn't wait. Mm -hmm. So, I'm okay with proceeding with your plan. Very well. You said you saw where they went? Or where the last one went, at least? Indeed I did. You got a general direction, but you have come out of the forest and into a town since then. Well, then I'll go right back to where I was and point... Like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, generally, the yeah. So that wouldn't necessarily be. A, you wouldn't have to go to that spot. I'm sure we need that. Yeah, I can point you in the right direction. Uh, he traveled. Um, north, south, east, west. As you are making this kind of conversation, you notice someone who has noticed your conversation coming toward you. Kill him. We've noticed the noticer. Yes. Uh, let me find I this information. I rolled to kill. I couldn't help it. Oh, God. <laughs> What'd you roll? 19. He died. <laughs> right, I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. Uh, Walking I, this way, it just drops. I, I know that you didn't do that on purpose, or you weren't intending to do that. It's actually a dragonborn. Hi. He, <laughs> this dragonborn is wearing a leather vest with a star on it. He looks to be a man of authority. He looks he, like he could be the sheriff. Is his name Rango? No. <laughs> is his name... I wish everybody could have seen Zena's face when he's made that comment, because it is... It, it is, was adorable? I mean, the only... Yeah, the only way to describe it was it was cute. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it was a cute face, so... I didn't want to be the first to say it, but... Yeah, so this man, this dragonborn, walks towards you, and he says, You guys look new in town. Talking yep. about Knowles. Yeah, we, we just got in here, met a, met a couple knolls on the way in. Y'all didn't have a problem with them? He says, well, excuse me, it's rude, of, it's rude of the sheriff of the town not to introduce himself. My name is... New in town, he says. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ognon. Ognon? Ognon. Stick it in my hand and right. shake it. He shakes it with the dragonborn vigorously. Without waiting, just <laughs> stick it in my hand and shake it. <laughs> nice to meet you. How you doing? Yeah. He um, shakes your hand. Nice to meet you, Ognon. My name is Grim. Ah, good to meet you, Grim. The others, who are you? Ah, my name's Arlo. Hey, you haven't sir. seen a uh, dwarven uh, druid fell around here, have you? Well, there are many dwarves who pass through here, and I don't know which of them are druids and which of them are not. Fair but enough. are you talking about... What does this one look like? 
Uh oh, you'd seen him coming. He's big, 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 big. He's a big man. He puts out his arms and kind of waddles. Keep going. A little. Keep going. <laughs> and he says, "You mean like this big? Eighteen wheel cart driver? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Right that silly. Um. So almost wide as he is tall. Oh, you're speaking about Briar. Yes. Yes, we know Briar. Where's he at? Huh. By the way, nice to meet you, uh, man in black. You look familiar. There we go. Uh, I've lived here for many years until recent times. Are you wearing your mask? Uh, yeah. Then that's why you look. You don't. You don't look. Like, let me see. What's behind that mask? I don't feel comfortable removing my mask right now. Um, uh, I will like kind of look up so that like my eyes are clearly visible under yeah. the brim of my hat. Says. Oh. You ever been to the butcher shop down the corner? Yes, I have. It's, it's, it's been boarded up for several months now. Yes, ever since the murder. I'm Jack. That was my wife. <laughs> um, wow. I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss. We're dropping a lot on this poor guy. We all are. I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss. Uh, we all are. I only told him my name. What What happened yeah, to you? Yeah, the handshake, my God. <laughs> what happened, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I'm sure you know of the Cullings... Do you not? Yes, of course. We just we just had the orcs pass through and take three of our good workers uh, this afternoon. Well, when she was being taken, I was not happy about it, as you, I'm sure, understand. I do. Uh, I tried to stop them from taking her, and uh, it just turned ugly after that. We've learned to just go with it at this point. There's not There's not a lot we can do. There's not many of us in town that are A, willing to overpower a battalion of orcs, and B, capable. So I'm very sorry to hear about your wife. They don't seem to care about the well-being of those they call. No, they do not. And there is some things that can be done about it. Did we know this? Did you tell the No, you did not. You did not know that. I'm, I'm just. You do have a slight inkling that I've been murderizing orcs in my spare time. Grimace line with that. I'm. I'm just like looking just at you though. Just. I probably don't notice that because I'm. I mean, it's not in any specific way. I'm just like I'm yeah. paying yeah. attention to what you're saying. After saying all this, Arlo takes off his hat and he he goes to shake um, Jack's hand. He's like, Jack, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, man. Why are you telling us before now? It just never came up, Arlo. It's not something I like to talk about. Fair enough. I can understand. As y'all having that conversation, Bird reaches up to your arm, and he, like, grabs it, and you hear him say, Come on, friend. <laughs> I pat him on the head. You Thank like you, Bird. He's cool with that. Bird really carries the team. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Bird puts the team on his back. Uh, that's not true. Uh, but Argnon is standing there, and he's like a, a red-colored dragonborn. And he, and he says, um, yeah, that also stuff. We mentioned that some things that typically apply in normal D&D worlds may not apply <laughs> here. Some things don't always have to be evil. Is, uh, is the main meat of that. So, Speaking you, of which, has the, has the mighty handshake ended? Yeah, that ended. Yeah, we've had a lot okay. of conversation. Um, so Argnon says, uh, Jack, I'm very sorry. So are you moving back in to boot the old butcher shop up? I haven't had I haven't had meat like yours in a long time. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The yeah, meat is no longer on the market. Oh, <laughs> sorry. 
You ever been standing in front of a bus and then you realize you know, <laughs> that bus is just moving too fast and I can't get out of the way so you just have to say the thing about the meat. Anyway, he does say that. There isn't any laughter involved, hopefully. Uh, Slight like twinkle of the eye. He says, well, that's all right. Briar, was it? I'm, we had we were talking about Briar. Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't we yeah. haven't seen him in a few days actually. No. Where where last you seen him? Here in the garden. He used to come and help uh, help one of the the ladies of the town with the, with the garden. He loved plants, and it would make sense that he was a druid because of that. I know uh, I know Clara in the garden tend to spend a good amount of time with him. Clara, okay, Clara. Sounds important. I mean, they start looking around for anybody that but might look like Clara. Before, uh, but, uh, and as you look around, he says, she's probably in the garden actually right now. She doesn't do much besides work in the garden during the day. I'm headed that you way. You could probably find her that way. So Ar- Arlo leaves the conversation. But like, well, okay. he's talking, I'm heading <laughs> yeah. that way. She's always around. Okay, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so Arlo, Ar- Ar- Argnon continues talking. He says, uh, kind of short attention to me in that one, may fellas. Uh, he's he's all right. He is he's is supremely it? focused on finding his old master. <clears throat> what does this Clara woman look like? Uh, she's a, just a kind of a regular <clears throat> young woman. She's got blonde hair and looks fairly normal. She's always carrying a little satchel full of herbs and and seeds and different tools for gardening. And she spends most of her time just inside tending to the the fruit plants of the garden. Uh, but the reason I came over here, I couldn't. I don't like to usually interrupt citizens. That I tend to try to be involved in people's lives, but I don't usually like to interrupt. But I heard you mention gnolls. Uh, yes. As of late, that has become a very important thing to me. Our gnoll problem. It, so it is a problem. We were correct in attacking them. Uh, it has become somewhat of a, a problem. You see, it was, I, be, I believe, maybe a couple months ago... We, a couple of hunters of the, we're, we're a big hunting community here in Farkjack, you know this, um, but Grim, you're a newcomer. Uh, we're a very big hunting uh, community, we tend to go into the wildwood and hunt frequently, and some hunters went out and, uh, in search of some, some children that hadn't come home recently, and, and they found uh, three children dead in the forest, and it, it, it seemed, based on the evidence, that it was gnolls that were up to it. So... Are those as Arlo's walking away, he hears this. He stops and he comes back. Okay. Uh, well, welcome back, Arlo. I was just telling these your your friends here uh, that the no the no we we think Knowles had had killed a few children and these hunters uh, without coming back to me, the sheriff, or to tell the mayor or anything that had, uh, what had gone down. They went immediately uh, and they waited for a Knoll hunting party because we do. There is a community of Knolls in the forest and usually. We've had a, a decent amount of peace. They don't typically attack it, any of us from the town without provocation, uh, but it, it, something must have snapped, and these hunters took it upon themselves to go and wait for a, a Noel hunting party, and uh, they, they typically take out their young ones to, to teach them how to hunt, one-on-one, the <coughs> mother and the child uh, going out to hunt. Uh, and they, they did what they did. There's a car outside with music playing. Uh, they did, these hunters did what the gnolls did to us, and they waited for the, the child to separate himself, and they took matters into their own hands. And Ever since then, we've been trading kills and dealing with orc, or with gnoll uh, attacks, and uh, really hunter attacks from our side on either, on either side, and it's just been quite a, a difficult situation. So were you attacked by gnolls in the forest? 
No. <clears throat> Knowles were attacking an owlbear, and we interceded. Tell me, do you know where the Knoll camp is? No, well, they tend to roam. Uh, they tend to do some roaming around, so they, they don't stay in one place too terribly long. So they're deep in the forest, and journey journeying there is, is sort of difficult for... You know, just normal folk like us, a lot of us are just, a lot of the hunters in town aren't particularly magical, aren't particularly affluent with any sort of strengthening anything. We just take our bow and our our, uh, our, our swords and we go out and we, we bring back meat for our families. Um, so, yes, none of us have gone out there and, and, and most people tend to just try to keep clear, but we have some men in the town that aren't, uh, aren't willing to do that. They're not willing to keep the peace. Taking children is a is quite an offense, as I'm sure you all well know. Well, the gnolls were taking children, but the hunters, they were taking gnoll children as well. Absolutely. Like I say, I don't condone this behavior, but sometimes you, you have to let men get some things out of their system, you know? After all, they're, they are gnolls. They're not people. Huh. Y'all ought to be better than that. I am going to get to the bottom of this. Well, I'm spread fairly thin here with all this, with all these issues, and Jack, get uh, my shovel. <laughs> I've got with the cullings and everything. There are people who need my help, so I can't exactly mount a party to go in after the knolls. So if that's something you want to to, to take up, uh, I we would appreciate that as a town, as long as you don't cause any trouble doing it. What do you do? You all do, by the way. Do you just you travelers, or what are you? I am a former member of the LID. If mm. you are not familiar with that, the lone former. Yes, I left mm. recently. I came to see my friend Jack's hometown. I came to show my friend Arlo my hometown. <laughs> uh, roll persuasion. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what you're doing. Uh, thirteen. Uh, he. With advantage, can I back him up? Yeah, you can. You just smile there. It's a creepy (laughs) Yeah, you beat him. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's not. You weren't intentionally persuading, but it is. Your look in your eye gave me like I'm trying to do something, so I just went with the roll. But he said, "Very well. Um, You're staying here for a while." Yes, Mm -hmm. in the Gilded Gardener. Ah, okay. Very well. Very well. I appreciate that. Um, I will give you, I'll send up a, a few gold coins from the city purse uh, to your room so that you guys can have some funds to get anything you might want to use against these gnolls if you do decide to do that. Also, if you could find Briar, uh, a few, even a few days without Briar in town, the, the fruit begins to taste less sweet and the vegetables begin to taste a little less, less nutritious from the garden. He's a good man, but uh, he can take care of himself. I want to I wanna try to see if we can get to the bottom of this children thing first. Very well. Indeed. I, I reach out my hand before to shake his. And I say... <laughs> yeah. he I say oh. I'd be shake, said man. <laughs> Thank you for your assistance. Ar- is it Argonon or Argnon? Argnon. Argnon. Thank you for your assistance, Argnon. Uh, you are absolutely welcome, and thank you for your assistance. And um, I know it's a delicate, a strange situation, and I can't condone all of it, but I do appreciate your help. I want to indicate to him, hey, bend, bend he, down. He bends way on down. We're, we're happy to help, but I want you to be clear. If I see any of your people going after any gnome children, 
no children, I, I won't hesitate either. Children are off limits. Children's children. Uh, he gives you a contemplative nod, uh, confused at why you're concerned with no children. Uh, and then he, this man doesn't seem like a particularly evil or selfish man, but he does give you a kind of a confused nod at why you would care so much. Uh, and he says, all right, whatever you say. Good day, fellows. Good day. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, and like I say, welcome to our town. Uh, you don't cause any trouble here. We won't cause any trouble for you. And he turns and walks away with his red dragonborn tail walking away. The garden is near you. Um, north of town would be where the, the, east or the western wildwood begins. Um, there, he's going back to his office to or, authorize some gold to be sent up to your room. Wherever that is, at the Gilded Gardener, uh, you're free to do whatever you want. Have whatever conversation, whatever. Do. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long exhale or inhale. Uh, I'm down for whatever you guys want to do, Arlo. Uh, I'm aware that you have a lead on Briar here, but as you said, the children seem to take precedence over a man fully capable of caring for himself and who seems to be in good enough health to help these people. Yeah, if he's been here helping people, then obviously he's doing all right. He's here for a reason, and he's a, he's a big man. He's a big, big man. He can take care of himself, but uh, children's a different story. I say let's go ahead and get out there. I agree. Uh, Jack, lead on, please. <laughs> and I swoosh in the direction I know to go. Okay, so that's your only way out of town. What's Burb think about all that? Burb uh, has just been listening, kind of following along. He's just hanging out with you guys. Um, he kind of matches the way you guys respond. Whoever from your party is speaking, he kind of matches their demeanor. Um, when you're when you're upset about this whole children thing, he kind of leans in like, mm, yeah, I agree. But also when Jack and Grim are talking, he's trying to you know mimic them and match their movements and feelings as well. So you guys are walking out, Bryce, uh, Jack, on your way out of town. Um, if that is where y'all are going out of town, uh, on your way out, you <clears throat> see on your left as you pass by it, you see your old butcher shop. You can see. You, you walk down the street, you know it very well, uh, but you walk past and you can see the, the yard, and or you walk past your actual house, uh, and then kind of down a few uh, buildings, wherever you see the butcher's house, so you walk past the yard where your wife uh, was, was killed, you walk past the, that very same yard where you <coughs> killed your first orc, uh, and did all these, these dirty things, and you pass your butcher shop, which is, the windows have been boarded up, and... Um, it's been closed down and things are kind of dilapidated in there as you pass by. Cool. I'm a pretty much just pass it by without looking at it until it's like just barely still in the corner of the corner of my eye, and I'm gonna just kind of take one glance at it and keep going. Okay. Cool. Very cool. All right, so you guys walk out of town and you are approaching the tree line, I guess, heading towards where Jack seems to think they have been going. Um, are you guys do? You guys are kind of probably tracking gnolls at this point I would say mm-hmm. works for me roll are you, you're not a wolf anymore roll survival if you roll for the gnolls. 16 14 18 that is some perfect rolling boys and girls J- Grim and real quick yeah I'll do it uh, I would like to radiant action 
I guess have one ready to, if if you can do that out of combat. I don't think you can, because then you have to go into combat to for that to start happening. I guess. Or what what is it? I guess. What is the action? Yeah. If we get into combat, I want to just go ahead and swoops into my. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Your transformation. The chronic shroud. Okay, so that would just we will just say that does happen on your turn. So if you prepare, well, that, that's why a ready action you use your reaction right before your turn. Okay, that's I don't think quick. you can ready an action before combat. I don't. Y'all let me know. I don't. I don't. If you're listening, give up it your says, reaction. Yeah, it says as an action in combat, but so we okay. can stick with that. Well, I'm okay with him doing it if it's if you want to put it to a vote. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. I mean, if you want to thematically, yeah, yeah. If you want to say as soon as yeah, as soon as combat begins, you do do that. I would I'd say that's fine. Or, or we could have you do that, but like push you to the end of the whatever order we get set in. If you're okay with that. No, we'll just do it in combat. That's fine. Okay, that'll work. We'll see. <clears throat> I mean, well, yeah, I I think that's fine. If you want to say that whenever, I mean. I don't. I actually, I really don't think you can do it outside of combat because everybody else is because it is an action in combat. I mean, mm-hmm. I think yeah, we'll just say on your turn you'd have to do it. I think that makes sense. I think that's I think that's a good call on the rules. Sticklers in the audience, let us know if I'm doing that improperly. So, you guys, but these <coughs> rules are really good survival wise. Grim and Jack Law, you guys can see the rustling and the. You can actually see some knoll tracks. They're pretty sparse, uh, but based on what you saw earlier in the forest, based on what the footprints that you saw, you can kind of track a little bit of the movement of some gnolls, and you can see they kind of all head off uh, into one direction, <clears throat> except uh, some of them also head off in another direction because, Arlo, you smell something very familiar to yourself. You smell something from your past. You smell... Uh, a briar smell. You smell that smell of the smell of his pipe. Because he used to smoke a pipe with his own personal blend of uh, sage and dried apples and some other melon mullen uh, spice. Melon stuff. I forget how you. I don't know how you pronounce that, but he has a, a personal blend of Watch stuff that he smokes, and you can just barely and faintly smell this smell, and it's kind of going off in the same direction as these other tracks. I want to see if I can follow that odus. Okay. Well, luckily, it all kind of goes the same way. Uh, and you follow it, you follow it through the forest, the forest begins to get deeper and deeper and deeper. Are y'all um, following me? Yep. Um, deeper, the forest gets uh, thicker and deeper, and you guys are getting, yeah, it's, it's, I'm getting a phone call, but it's no big deal. I'll have to call Brandon back. If you're a Tank Media Network fan, that is Brandon Lord, co-founder, co-owner, calling me, business stuff, but we got business stuff happening right now. So you guys follow the trail through the forest. And approaching uh, uh, kind of a clearing, you see a tent, a camp. And Arlo, this camp looks very similar to the way you and Briar used to set up camp. I'm running in. There is a fire that is not lit. There is smoke just barely wisping off the fire. Um, Actually, there's no smoke. Excuse me. Uh, There seems to be a fire that was made a couple days ago, but there's no smoke um, coming from it. And the camp looks fairly empty, but it does look like a Briar camp. Alright, you sprint into the camp. <coughs> Let me tell you what happens. Let me make sure I describe everything properly. Okay. 
This is all um, the music that's coming from out of the tent. Um, roll perception for me. Before you sprint. Nat 37. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 15. You can hear and smell um, some non-briar smells from the tent. They smell noodish. Noodish. As you approach, you can see kind of some movement. Like the, the kind of the, the tent is billowing a little bit as you can hear the sounds of someone kind of rifling through things inside, and it smells uh, noodish. Uh, want to kind of like stealth up to the entrance and see what's happening? You can roll stealth. Well, he's doing that. Brandon was calling because he's trying to book the creator of Axe Cop for your show. Oh, uh, yeah. So let me respond to that text. Please hold. <clears throat> How y'all doing? Cool. I'm We're good. good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm here. I'm here. I'm present. We're good. We got right. important stuff. Got a book booking celebrities for shows. I'm just kidding. Um, you roll a 19 against his passive <clears throat> for sip, which is gonna be gonna be gonna be. That's definitely gonna do it. By the way, you are stealth. Whee! So you stealth up to this tent. What are you other boys doing? Um, do we notice him go stealth? Um, you see him start to sneak. Doesn't matter. Um, do we do we see his intended destination? I guess is more. Yes, you, okay. you are. Behind, he arrives first, but you're kind of behind him in the tree line. I'm gonna go in the opposite direction. Okay. But to the same target. Okay, so you all starting at the same place. And so if, wanna... like if he's going right, I'm going left. But okay, you want to come up like behind the tent, like circle around, like on on the other side of you, basically. Okay. okay. I'm gonna stay exactly where I am, but I'm also gonna stealth, and I'm just gonna wait and see what. Arlo does. Okay, Burb is staying with you. Grim, he's going to try to hide with you. I stepped on a thorn and shouted at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Did you crit fail? But luckily I have inspiration. And I got a 18. Okay, you definitely stealth. No, 19. Sorry. Burb does not stealth, though. Burb is... Playing with whatever Burb does is going to make noise. He's not moving right now, but Burb is not going to be able to be stealthy. He's going to make Burb noises. Yep. Okay, so... Arlo, when you peek into the tent as kind of Grim comes up around closer by, um, but you get some time before he approaches without being stealthy, uh, you see a knoll kind of rifling through what you know to be Briar's stuff, and Briar is not in there. Briar is gone, either gone somewhere, or he's just not in this tent, and there's a knoll in there kind of like ripping through his stuff. Hey, what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm rifling through this fat dwarf stuff. Fat what are you dwarf, doing? where's he at? We have him back at camp, but time, but doesn't matter because I'm going to kill you here, you little thing. Mm. Roll mm. initiative with this note. Nineteen. Crit. Crit. What? Fail. Crit. Crit success. Okay. <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> <clears throat> this is a good moment for you. It is a good moment. All right, so it's going to be Arlo first, and then Grandma Giro. <coughs> <coughs> No. That's the one. <laughs> no, he rolled a 20. Okay. Oh. Well, I went to grab it, and I did like that, and it landed on 19. I was just going to go with that. And I was like, that's not really a roll. So I rolled it again, and it was a nat 20. That's fine. So, I was like, he just got a nat 20. I okay, don't want to so roll against both, him. Both of you guys rolled another d20. I'm right. sorry. Just a straight 20? Yeah. yeah. All right. Four. Right. <laughs> Jack's 20 is better than Arlo's 20. Grim, what'd you roll? A uh, 19. A 19. Okay, so again, you all go before the null. <laughs> uh, so, in our Jag order, um, 
our Jag order, it would have to be Jack. Indeed. Um, I'm just going to ready an action. Okay. If the Knoll tries to break for it and leave the tent, I'm going to chop him. Goodly. Chop him good. With my booming blade. And that's all I'm going to do. Alright, you're going to chop him again. Sorry, we're got business texting going on. I apologize. You're going to ready a chop. Um, you are probably about 30 feet away, I guess, so you'd have to use your movement to, um, well, if he does what, you're going to chop him? He's going to, if he leaves the tent. Okay. I'll get closer and, uh, I can dash as a bonus action, you're, so. Yeah, you're stealth, so if you want to get over there as well. But also, what? it's, it's reaction before the, before the start of your turn, so. You'd use the reaction, then you'd still have your next turn to do stuff. Oh. And he's going last, so he would move, you'd take a reaction, then you'd take your turn. So he's not going to get away from you. Okay. So you stealth over there, and you're ready for it to come. If he comes out the tent, you're going to chop him. Right. So you're nearby to the tent. Does that yeah. sound good? Yeah. Okay, you're nearby to the tent. <laughs> um, I just didn't think you can take movement speed with a reaction. Mm-hmm. With a ready in action, you or can. With a, okay. Or I think it might, I don't know. Either way, whatever. You're by the, we'll be, we'll be close. Yeah, we're close I'm to waiting. the tent. You're stealthy, you can't see anyway. Um, I need to roll bourbon to the initiative. I'm a stealthy fellow. Dang, bird. Crushing it. <clears throat> Wait, what's. Wow. Grim, bird's going before you, my dog. Okay. So okay. Alright, so Arlo, it is your turn, sir. It is Arlo's turn? <coughs> mm-hmm. Alright, I want to cast my new toy, Flame Blade. Flame Blade. Flame Blade. Tell me what happens. You evoke a fiery blade in your free hand. The blade is similar in size and shape to a scimitar. Lasts for the duration. If you let it go, the blade disappears, but if you you can evoke it again with a bonus action. Uh, make a melee roll. Um, on a hit, 3d6 fire demo. Alright, so melee rolling. And it's bright light within 10 foot and dim light another 10 feet. So, um, 70 hit. Oh, that is going to miss. Right. So you swipe at him with, and the flame blade is not in your hand or is it in your it's, hand? It's in my, my free hand. Okay, so, like, so I don't have anything in my hand, so. <coughs> you swipe at the knoll, but he is able to get back a little bit and dodge your blade. Ooh, I want to address the knoll. Sure. All right, you better start talking. We might let you out of here. We, who's we? Don't Looks like just a that. gnome in front of me. <laughs> Alright, Uh, it is Burb's turn. Burb. And Burb... Combat's over. Three seconds later. No. <laughs> Burb doesn't have a whole lot of options. Um, Burb is... Burb has a look of resigned pity on his face. As <laughs> 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 he unsheaths his blade. <laughs> no, yeah. Burb about to uh he doesn't well like this but he's gonna look at he because Ar- Ar- as arlo is kind of stealthing and hiding and he hears the uh burb hears all this altercation coming from in the tent uh he is he wants the 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 assailant in the tent to know there's much more outside so he just unsheathes his blade <laughs> and you hear <"Whee!"> <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he takes some damage. He takes some one point of mental damage from that sonic damage. Uh, and the gnome does go, What's going on out there? What's going What? What's out there? He says that to you. 
because um, he doesn't know what's going on, and okay. it is Grimley's turn. I'm gonna walk around to where I can see him, and I'm gonna cast Hold Person on him. Hold so Person. So he's gonna make a Wisdom saving throw. Uh, choose a humanoid that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. He failed. He cool. paralyzed. He's paralyzed. <laughs> you have a right to remain silent. <laughs> so as he says, as he points and says, "What's going on out there?" He's like he locks with his finger pointed. I just directly. step around the the thing. He can. Um, uh, at the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw on a success of spellings. Okay. Um, so do you care to start talking now? Can you talk while he's paralyzed? I guess, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Let me look at the condition. <laughs> <laughs> he can He can understand. I'm sure. Yeah, he can understand. So we're going to say he can't move at all if he's paralyzed. <laughs> um, well, let me, I guess we should probably check the condition. Um, right at condition page. <laughs> paralyzed. Uh, incapacitated, can't move or speak. There we go. So he just like, we'll say all he gets is eye movement. <laughs> he like brings his eyes fearfully over there toward you. Well, that did not go as planned. <laughs> he can't take actions or reactions. That's what incapacitated means. Gotcha. Automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls have advantage, and any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. So, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so he's going to roll his wisdom saving throw to try to get out. Because uh, he can't do anything else with the end of his turn. With his turn, will a five do it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it won't. Check, right. check his modifiers. Check his modifiers. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the modifiers will do nothing but what? It's a wisdom. Yeah, yeah so that doesn't change it. Uh, so he, he it's like, actually negative five. <laughs> you can see him just like trembling and like his eyes are almost rolling back in his head. He's trying to get out so 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 firmly. <laughs> yes. Okay. Skadoosh. <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack, your turn. Mm-hmm. Pass. <laughs> uh, you guess you, yeah, you can't see this going on. Uh, I, I'm in front of the thing, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're probably not sitting directly in front of the tent because oh, I am. <laughs> cause you could I'm be sitting. seen. You're, you're hidden still. I yeah. guess, so. You're probably peeking in. Nothing. You can see. Uh, there's nothing, not much I can do here. Okay, you still want to be silent and stealthy. Um, can I... What, what were you doing? I was gonna perception around to see if Burb's screaming blade called any reinforcements, but uh, my five did not really. Not not immediately. You don't see that happening because he doesn't have. He he just like it was a quick thing. He put it back in. Yeah. Um, you don't have a constant whistling going on. Okay, so he is he is like frozen right now. Uh, he is. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's Arlo's turn. Can't say very much, no, can he? No, he can't. Mm-hmm. But you could... He can still die. Time up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We're probably going to have to. All right, so I, I let go of my blade and it disappears. So The blade dissipates from your hand. And I, I do think that's the best course of action. Let's let's strap him down to a tree or something. I got 50 feet of rope. Y'all going to have this conversation? Yeah. <clears throat> you could tie him up if you want to. He can't speak right now, unfortunately. You know, that's a pretty good I didn't think about that when I cast the spell. It's first cast, I'll admit. Um, I say we rope up to a tree. He's still pointing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so well, like two trees next to each other, just, we just rope his hand to another side <laughs> of the tree. Yeah, just just walk up to him like, oh, you want that tree? Okay. All right. So yeah. it'll take it'll take an action to pick him up and take him to a tree. I can do it. Bird. Yeah, bird's on it. <laughs> So Arlo, Arlo is like sixty pounds so, and like three feet tall. So Arlo, you 
Yeah, I guess you probably with help with Grim's help you could take him yeah. to. <coughs> we'll say so you roll, or do you want me to roll? You roll and I'll help. Okay. They accidentally timed the jack. Oh no! Yeah, so you don't have to, you don't have to roll to pick him up and take him over there. Yeah, he's not. We're good. Yeah, you guys take pick him up and take him to a tree, um, and you tie. Do roll to see. Bird's gonna help you tie him up. One of you, or maybe y'all can help the bird, but he's gonna try to tie him up. Dang, bird's good with the rope. <laughs> bird roll like uh, over a. We'll say I don't know what rope time would be. We'll call that dexterity. Uh, so he rolled like a twenty-two <laughs> to tie him up. So, so the knoll is tied is obviously tied very tight to this tree. Uh, he's, and he's going to take one last turn to try to wisdom out of this uh, paralysis, and he's going to roll a two. That's some good knoll wisdom rolls. Okay. Um, <laughs> so small little fart escapes. Yes, yeah, he is tied to the tree, and he's tied to the tree very well. So I'm going to say that combat is over. Okay. Good work, everybody. I'm going right back into the tent. I'm looking around for any indication about what might have happened here. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Burp. Okay. So whichever one you so want. So let's do first. Arlo first, real quick. Mm-hmm. So Arlo, you go into the tent, um, and as you search in the tent, you see a number of things. Uh, one of those things is you see Ar- Briar's journal that he kept, uh, that he keeps kind of his writings and stuff in. Um, as well, you see on the floor near the outside of the tent, you see uh, one single red flower. Um, and <clears throat> within that journal, we'll say you open it, mm-hmm. uh, and you do see a note uh, written, almost like a letter that was being written, uh, but it was never sent. But it says, Arlo, if you receive this letter, finish helping whoever you are helping in Lonesome, then make your way to Falk. I may have been too hasty in separating us, and I miss you. Your laughter around the campfire kept my spirits high, but now the silence of the forest and the crackling of the logs do little more than remind me of your absence. I'm camped in the wildwood north of Fark. Find me there, and we will return to do-gooding here on the mainland. I trust that no harm has befallen you, and that your spirit has not been sullied by the big city. See you soon, Briar. Just, just Arlo, you doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the Actually, final... um... Arlo, Arlo still can't read. So can, <laughs> can we get a can we get a bird to read this or a Jack or a Grim? Yeah, I, you I forgot can. that you can't read. <laughs> okay, so I'll read that. Uh, well, whenever you ask somebody to read that, that's what it says. It's, that, it's like written in crayons, like little yeah. pictograms and stuff. What, what you reading, Arlo? Wish I knew. <laughs> uh, but on the ground, it looks like there's was quite quite a. Uh, uh, like a no, uh, an, ass- an assault. These uh, kerfuffles a, a, are getting out of hand. A kidnapping. <laughs> you can see big, like big, big dwarf feet ruts in the ground where he was like dragged off by it's like a foot eighty. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's not that. He's not that fat. Uh, but that's pretty much all you see. You see that flower. You see the um, the Whoa. journal and the. If he was an inch obvious. taller, he'd be round. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's how I initially described him. <laughs> It's obvious that he was kidnapped. <laughs> okay. All right, so they, they read the thing off to me, and then, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I, I want to pick up the flower. I'm, I'm going to stick that in the little brim I had. So. All right, cool. And uh, I'm definitely, I'm taking the <coughs> journal back from whoever read it to me. I'm putting Boy, that inside my hat. I mean, Jack, did you read it to him? I'm still outside. Yeah, I'm still about to talk to Burb. Yeah, let's handle that for you. We, get, we decide who oh. reads for you. Um, Burb, you talking to Burb? Burb, do you still have that slave ring? 
slavery? What slavery? The controls the yeah uh, the control the oh, slave controller. You ring. get yeah because it was given to him. Mm-hmm. Ring and he like picks it out of his pocket and he says he like he's wary about giving it to someone because he knows that it was what used to control him as a slave like to keep that thing on or whatever. Um, but he does slowly hand it over. Uh, I take it and I say thank you, Burb. I promise you can trust me. He says give back when done. Can I buy it from you? Why? <laughs> Can't afford it, little man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put it on and I put the slave collar on the no. Oh. <laughs> uh, Burb, on Burb. Burb, Burb, <laughs> Burb is really cool with that. He's like, oh yeah, that's fine. You you keep you keep. Thank you, Burb. I can see Burb not saying anything. But, like, <laughs> you never notice up to this time, but he's got a mouthful of pearly white teeth. <laughs> Just like yeah. yeah. Okay, so you put the collar There's on. There's a sound effect. Ching. <laughs> so it um, should be said that I guess the, the the ring was more of like a I don't think it was like a robot control, it was just like to keep them docile, I guess, a little bit. That'll work. Okay. So what is it like? Does it hurt them? Uh upon activation or I think it's kind of like you can like maybe like shock collar them a little bit. <laughs> just come on. <laughs> Alright, um, so I, I do that, I say thank you, Burb, and then I just, I like, I wink at the, the knoll and walk back to uh, the tent. <laughs> his, his eyes are like really wide. <laughs> He's not happy about this. Uh, you still stealth? You still hiding? Yeah, I'm, I'm not stealthed anymore. Okay. I'm just like, it, whatever tree I was hiding behind, I'm now kind of... <laughs> the one we tied the knoll up to. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I'm like hidden so well you accidentally tied him to me. <laughs> No, I'm just like leaned up against the tree, sitting down, got one knee up. Cool. Look like I'm about to start reading a book if I had one. Cool. You're a cool dude. I am. Can, I, can I bring Jack the book? Yeah. The journal? You can. Jack, I, I still have trouble with these words. Can you can you inform me what this is? Absolutely, Arlo. Didn't I agree to like teach you how to read or something? One of y'all did. I yeah. think so. I think we both kind of were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. We can call this a teaching moment if you like. Okay. Then read I'm a, after me. I'm going to teach you how to read the word briar. <gasps> <laughs> but seriously, I do think that would be important for you to be able to recognize his name. My yeah. mind is blown. Okay. So I do that. He do that. So you're inching along. You know one word. <laughs> <laughs> well, then briar and Arlo, I suppose. Okay. Cool. Okay. So he reads me the info and everything, right? So yeah. We don't need to go back through all of it. Cool. I will repeat it from memory. Okay. I want to go and find where these no folks are and get my briar back. <laughs> well, although I think I can help you out with that. And I like clench and unclench the fist with the ring. I've got the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's shaking with pain, but he can't move. Actually, like clenching and unclenching, he like starts and stops breathing like the Darth Vader joke. So that's how you activate it? Uh, sure. Okay. I just, <laughs> this is not an item that I spent a lot of time on when I made it. I just realized that and I stopped. I'm like, oh, sorry. Uh, Arlo, would you care to interrogate our new companion? I'll do my best. Uh, he's like really vibrating at this point. I guess, I mean, I'll just drop the spell. Okay, so his 
arm drops down or whatever. Or, no, you probably you probably moved him and posed him. So he's tied to a tree, and his yeah, his, his like head. He says, "When are you coming down to a tree? Let me go. We'll kill you all. We'll kill all of you. You from sure the town, can. aren't you?" <laughs> now, now, no dirty words. Grim, I'm sure there won't be no need for that. Can you can you tell us where they've taken this big fella? Yes, I've, no. I'm gonna tell you where we took him. I think you probably could tell us where you took him. Shock. Uh, let's roll for. I'm gonna roll Constitution against your intimidation. How about that? Okay. I work. So I guess he's he's rolling with advantage with help. Uh, sure. Yeah. Twenty-one. Uh, so yeah, he, you give him another shot. Okay, he's. We took him to our camp. We need him. Where's the camp? I won't tell you that. I, I raise my my hand up to his face, like right here. Are you sure? Wait, Grim. What do you need him for? Oh, what? Oh, you're asking me? <laughs> <laughs> you said wait, Grim. I thought you were adjusting uh, Grim. Wait before you zap his brains out. <laughs> He's going to help us destroy Fark. Why? Eh, could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> As, uh, uh, why? You say why? Mm-hmm. Just because they've killed too many of us and we're going to make them didn't you kill their children first? No, we didn't kill their children. Who did? I don't know. Do you think we I wanna... managed this forest? Just stop shocking me, please. Uh, I have. It's not like a constant. I know, I know. I want to roll inside to see if he's, if he's uh, lying or not. Okay. <clears throat> that will, no, yeah, I don't know. I, don't <laughs> know. <laughs> well, I also want to know if he's lying. Um. <laughs> Ooh, I'd know. What is lying about? Yeah, if huh? he's um, if he killed those children, children. That's, okay. that's what I want yeah, to figure he, out. Um, he said he's not. Yeah, so he's not. If he's not, he doesn't seem to be lying. <laughs> he seems to be very genuine. He's a man being shot. He seems like he, you to your eyes and ears, it doesn't seem like he is being untruthful to you. Arlo purposefully didn't want to check that because he just doesn't care. So. He doesn't care. This hold on. He, he is single-mindedly. He just wants to find Brian. Okay, so yeah, qu- but the question at hand was, did you kill the children, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I thought you put Briar on the back burner because children were well, number now, one problem. But it's but, like, but now right he's found in the, front of us. Uh, okay. It's like, okay, there, where, where? Yeah. Well, this certainly is a conundrum. I suspect we will find more answers when we get to Briar's location. No. He says. <clears throat> You're probably too late Where because is he? he's probably already woken it up. And that is where we'll end today's episode. Thank Aww. you, everybody, for listening. We hope that was enough of a cliffhanger for you. Please be sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you enjoy the show. Uh, if you're enjoying anything about us, please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games. And if you really love the show, you want to help us make it better, you want to help us do it full time, give us one thousand dollars a month, or two thousand, or four five thousand dollars a month at Patreon.com/TankMediaNetwork. But really, if you do really like what we do, 
and you want to be involved in the financial way, even for you can go as low as one dollar or fifty cent per month if you'd like uh, at Patreon.com/TankMediaNetwork. But in the meantime, we hope sincerely all from all four of us, Dungeon Boys, that you've been enjoying the show. Uh, please stick around with us. We hope it gets better from here. Brought to you by Duke's Barbecue. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Tastiest pork ever been pulled. <laughs> <laughs> we love you and Duke's Barbecue very much.